Good morning, friends. We begin today the new and a brand new series of teachings and preaching. As you can see from the screen of togetherness with the sub-theme, we celebrate that all are welcome. We celebrate that all are welcome. So this, the next, um, uh, from today, the four weeks in the month of November, as we prepare for the Advent season, a season of reaffirming and re-celebrating the anticipation of hope. And so we have decided, as we listen, as the ministry team, to just take a path of togetherness. And today we begin with the sub-theme, we celebrate that all are welcome. And there is a text that allows us to, to just pause and pull out some of the resources that we can use in our daily living uh, on how we can celebrate that we are all welcome. And so that is found in the gospel according to St. Luke chapter 19. We read verse 1 to verse 10, uh, one of the famous uh, stories that we have heard of them in the Bible. And I'm using this morning the new revised standard version to do the reading. He entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd he could not, because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him, because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began grumble, to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of the one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today, Salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. The last verse. For the son of man came to seek out and to save the lost. Dear friends, this is indeed the word of the Lord. And all God's people say, Hallelujah. Come, let us pray. Dear loving God, Dear ever-freshing God, we give thanks for this, your word, 
And I ask that may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts gathered here digitally and in person may be acceptable to you, our Redeemer. Amen. Friends, the, the word together, for me, it, it implies oneness. It does not necessarily imply sameness. The word together, it implies and calls for unitedness, or it is unitedness. And so today we celebrate the gift of togetherness as we celebrate that we are all welcome. Let me finish that line and say that we are all welcome in the salvation of God to humanity. We are all welcome to be the recipients and the beneficiaries of the beauty and the goodness of life according to the standards of the Lord. And just to take you back as we go into the text, you know, at times in life, we undermine our togetherness when we allow ourselves to misjudge others by association. Or if I can just loosely say that misjudgment at times prevents us to witness the salvation or enter into the house of the salvation. A few years ago, our one of our daughters, Mpahle, I have not asked her for permission to share this, but she was very young at that time. She started school, at preschool. It's a pre-grade R. And in the very first few weeks of her schooling in the pre-grade R class, the teacher called myself and Zandi to say that this child, you know, there are signs of special needs for her because, you know, Mpate did not demonstrate the highest level of fluency in English. And we quickly ran to the teacher and explained to her that please give Mpate time because she learned to speak on her mother's tongue, give her time. And so even from then, from then to date, when the teacher allowed her for her own development, partly excelled at school even in English. And so what I'm trying to say is that sometimes when we misjudge, we, 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 we prevent ourselves in, 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 in enjoying and witnessing the salvation. And so this morning, I just want to pick up from the passage of, of Jesus Christ and Zacchaeus that we know, you know, is described as a very short guy. Zacchaeus, uh, the one who was the superintendent of the tax collectors in the region at that time on behalf of the Roman Empire. And so today, I just want us as we celebrate that all are welcome, that we can pick up some of the few resources 
in this story of Zacchaeus, the one who was sin or rather declared as unclean by the Jews because he represented the Roman Empire who was collecting taxes from the people. And so with that at the back of your mind, you probably understand Zacchaeus, that he was not a popular, he was not one of the popular people in the community. And so we meet Jesus Christ as he enters into Jericho. And so this guy by the name uh, Zacchaeus, I want to assume that he was aware that he represented a system that was prospering or rather thriving on a system that robs and crushed others. And he, he, even though he was shot, we are told that he wanted to see Jesus Christ and because the crowd did not allow him. And so he ran to the sycamore tree. And because we worship a Lord who is all-knowing about everything, Jesus Christ knew about the situation of Zacchaeus. Because our Lord and Savior is all-knowing of everything. Even when you are misjudged, the Lord knows about it. And so Luke tells us that uh, Zacchaeus, as he actually ran to the tree, Jesus Christ already knew about Zacchaeus' situation. So I want to place to us the very first resource in the passage is that Jesus Christ, our Lord, our God, is all-knowing of everything. We worship a God who knows everything about us. And so Jesus Christ was very aware of the heart of Zacchaeus. I know that many of us, uh, we, we, we label or have labeled Zacchaeus as a sinner because he was part of a system that robbed the lives of the people, that crushed the people. He was, he, was the, he was the manager or the supervisor or the superintendent of the tax collectors. You know, it's like he's part of a system, but not necessarily that Zacchaeus was corrupt just because he worked under the system that was so corrupt. But it does not necessarily mean that Zacchaeus was a corrupt person. But it also does not make Zacchaeus a righteous person. I want to submit this morning and say that um, you, one can't see himself or herself righteous if he or she is in a way, a beneficiary of a system that undermines humanity, of a system that robs others. And so Jesus Christ was so aware. And I want to say that even at the time when Zacchaeus ran up to, the, to get and climb onto that sycamore tree, he was so aware. He probably was trying to reach out to this hope to the salvation of the world, 
he was probably trying to reach out. He was probably aware of his weaknesses. But unfortunately, the crowd, you know, when Jesus Christ responded to Zacchaeus' act of trying to reach out to the love, you know, we say all are welcome. Sometimes even us in the places of love and care, we, we surround and cover the love of Christ in such a way that those who are reaching out to touch and feel and be transformed by the love of Christ find it difficult to come closer. And so Jesus Christ, you know, as good Methodist, we find another second resource of invitation. Invitation to those who are far from the love, those who are far from the altar, those who are far from Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ made the invitation to celebrate that all are welcome. Even those who are working for the tax collection department of the Roman Empire, Jesus Christ declared them as he offered an invitation to Zacchaeus and said, Zacchaeus, come down right now. And so, as good Methodists, we will say, Jesus Christ, right then, he, he demonstrated or rather enacted what we call as prevenient grace. Jesus Christ, he made the first move to Zacchaeus even before the Zacchaeus came to Jesus Christ. The love of Christ followed Zacchaeus even before Zacchaeus realize of his need, of his full need of the love of Christ. And so we serve a God who makes a first move to us. Even when the world has misjudged us or made it difficult for us to come closer to the love and the salvation of Christ, Jesus Christ, he makes the invitation. He makes the first move. So I want to say to us, if we are to celebrate that all are welcome, we ought to find ways to make the first move and call even those who are seated on top of the sycamore trees and say, hurry right now and come down and experience the engagement and the love of Christ. And so as good Methodists, as I was preparing, I found the prevenient grace again in this act of celebrating that all are welcome. And so we don't wait for others to come for us to celebrate them. We open the doors and if it means that we need to call them by names, we call them by names. And so friends, Jesus Christ right, right here, you know, he demonstrates, he demonstrates an act of, we know, Luke says on verse 10, uh, he has come, Jesus Christ has come to seek the ones who are, who are lost and save them. Christ has come even for those who are part of the systems that they cannot detach themselves from it. Christ has come 
to revive and bring spiritual salvation even in the lives of those whom the world has misjudged. And so, friends, I want to make the invitation to all of us and say that all indeed are welcome in the act of Jesus Christ. You know, um, when the, the crowd, I, I would say this morning, when the church, when the church uh, actually find it difficult to, to witness an act of breaking down the boundaries that the society and the very same church has built, they grumbled to see Zacchaeus being invited by Jesus Christ. You know, when one looks back into the, 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 the art and the standards of hosting, it was known in the ancient time that you would invite someone in your house who is higher than you so that you may benefit from that person. You will invite but Jesus Christ now, the love of Christ that celebrate all that are all welcome. It is the one that invites itself. You know, Christ self-invited himself into the house. You know, the love that we're talking about, it is a love that Jesus Christ uses you and I and all of us to self-invite into the homes of those who feel so isolated and so marginalized. And so the, uh, the, the Jews, the church, crumbled to witness Jesus Christ, you know, inviting an unclean person, a person who is not welcome in the Jewish community because that person represents a system represent a system that rejects the independency and the happiness of the Jews. But even with that, in spite of that, Jesus Christ demonstrates to us that when we say we celebrate that all are welcome, we have to invite and allow even those who are actually a pain in our eyes in the very same community, Jesus Christ invites even those who are declared to be the pain in the community of the Jews. And then we are talking of togetherness. When we open, intentionally not by the lip service, but in the way in which we, we live out our lives, you know, in the text, we don't hear the private lifestyle of Zacchaeus. We, 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 we can see the public conduct of Zacchaeus. But even with that hidden information about what kind of the life does Zacchaeus live, Jesus Christ is fully knowing. Though at times we might not know, Queen, I'm just going to pick up your name. We might not know the private conduct and the character of Queen. Maybe we know of his public conduct that we see. And so Jesus Christ says to us, all are welcome, even with us not knowing. In the text collection department, 
What was this superintendent doing? Jesus Christ, the one who is all-knowing, invited him to come so that the love of Christ, the love of the Jews and the love of the Gentiles, the love of those who, who see Christ with the same eyes, even the love of those who we see them, they do not fully understand. Christ are welcome to dine with Jesus Christ. And so, friends, I know that we, we are always under pressure with time. But I want to say to us this morning as we prepare to go to the table, that to celebrate that we are all welcome, we've got to learn to be the people of invitation. We've got to learn to be the people who, can, who have the deep sense of spirit, of seeing to allow the Spirit of God to lead us, not to see with the eyes of the flesh, but to allow the Spirit of God to lead us. For we are created in the image of God. The God we worship is the God who is knowing of everything and is the God who is able to reveal to us part of his knowledge and knowing. And so, as we seek to find ways of celebrating that we are all welcome, you know, even the ones that you, you grossly disagree with them. But for us, if we're going to talk about togetherness, togetherness in being part of the joy of Christ to seek and to save the lost. You know, it is uh, yesterday, uh, Trevor uh, talk on nurturing joy and well-being. He spoke of joy. And in the text here, when you read verse 10, the joy of Christ is at the time of finding those who are in the text collection departments of the Roman Empire that suppresses others. When, when they come, you know the, the reaction of Zacchaeus when you read Zacchaeus, immediately the response of Zacchaeus, if you can put verse 18, verse 8. The response of Zacchaeus is the response I want to leave with us this morning. A response of being found by the love and the salvation of Christ. There was no other conversations between Jesus Christ and Zacchaeus. When Jesus Christ offered the love and made the first invitation of grace to Zacchaeus, an immediate response, you know, you can imagine that it was probably very quiet. You know, the, the crowd, the multitudes would have probably been so quiet, uh, but very, as, as Luke says, they were grumbling, but there must probably be a silence. And immediately, after Jesus Christ invited, offered the love, the first love to Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, Luke tells us that he immediately acknowledged his weaknesses. He says, now, right now, I give half of my possession to the poor. You know, when you read the text from the Greek, it, it, Greek uses the present tense. 
you know, as uh, Zacchaeus says, I give, and the other translation, like the one that we used this morning, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone uh, of anything, I will pay back four times as much. When you read in the Exodus, the Leviticus, and the book of Numbers, I think chapter 6, you hear that it is part of Torah. That when somebody has done wrong to you or taken anything from you, it is required by the law of God that you return back that plus one-fifth of that which you have taken. So there is an interest of 20%. And so Zacchaeus, he, he exceeds even the law. The way in which he acknowledges himself the way in which he understands the, the, the offering of the salvation that is given to him, even though he is not worthy, but because all are welcome. And so his response is beyond what is needed from him. We also know that, you know, uh, part of the rules in the ancient times was that you don't give more than 20% as it is said in the Torah. But Zacchaeus is giving 50%. And I'm not saying this morning that there is anything wrong. And Christ is also not saying that there is anything wrong with the rich people. And we find here, I want to submit this morning in closing, that Zacchaeus was a righteous rich man. He was, there are so many clues that Zacchaeus, was a righteous rich man because he was not he was not charged to give part of his possession but he was charged by the spirit of god but the spirit of god friends it is not that which makes us to be poor because the rich god has given them the riches so that they may be the blessings into the kingdom of god and so we hear Right in the text that the riches of the righteous give meaning to the ministry of God. As Zacchaeus tells us in his acknowledgement after he has been offered the grace. And so may the Lord, friends, make us uncomfortable even at moments when we get grumpy uh, for the people who are getting the favor of God. And in our experiences, we feel it is not fitting that they may get the favor of God. May the Lord make us so uncomfortable. You know, when we begin to grumble, may the Lord give us the strength to be like Jesus Christ. For Christ in verse 9, he says that, for he is also the son of Abraham, because by his faith, he is part of the lineage of Abraham. And so even for Zacchaeus, Jesus Christ declared him as a child of the living God. For he says, even for him, he is the son of Abraham. Even the, the outcast, even the marginalized, by their faith are the children of the living God. 
And so in our celebration of our, 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 our reception, our divine reception, may the Lord give us strength and the wisdom to give the invitation and call those who are afar, call them by the name. Christ calls Zacchaeus by the name. Call them by the name. Some of them, you know them. They have, they have left the assembly of Christ. And Jesus Christ says this morning, you call them by name right now. Tell them they must come down from the sycamore tree. And so they may experience the love of Christ, the salvation of Christ that knows no boundaries of how communities have actually defined others. May the loving God give each and everyone uh, that wisdom. And the good news are all are welcome in spite of their situation, in spite of what they have done. All deserve, according to Christ, to come to the table in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We pray. Amen.